Welcome back. We appreciate you stopping by on Three Dads Talking About Anime. I am Chest, aka Chest. Who else is with me today? I'm Cole. And I'm Ben. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. It is the three of us, three dads, who like to discuss animation from Japan. That would be if our title was literal... Three fathers discuss animation from Japan. Hmm. Three men. I mean, it is who pretty have long already. Birth. <laughs> you say have given birth. Keep it going. I want to hear the rest of that. Three men who have given birth to children that are conversing about mm. animation that was created in the country. Known as Japan, known. <laughs> which is located in Asia, which, if you're playing Risk, is mm. the biggest mistake if you try to take that continent. You will lose every time if you try to get Asia. That is not a hot take. That is a fact. And a significantly longer title. I will not lie. All right. Let's, uh, let's change it. okay though okay so you're playing risk and and you're throw out the whole like you're supposed to use the cards to place you get the the roll of the dice shows that you get first choice on the board where are you going oh that's this is a big question shows a lot about how you think probably for me um so to me, North America and South America are king. Yeah. Um, so I'm starting in one of those. I think I, every game is dependent on who I'm with, what I know, like which continents they usually go for. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's I think those are the winners as far as easiest to defend. You, It's easy to get both of them and only have to defend a few borders. Um, Europe's tough. You know, Africa's oh, kind of tough. Someone who's suicidal takes Europe. Ugh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd rather Europe than Asia, but yeah, Europe is Europe's tough. What about you guys? Uh, America's. I, mm, I feel like I consistently try to start in South and I get stuck. So I think I would pick North if I had to pick one. It's just a little more access. You can go three different ways. Still manageable to defend. Yeah. Yep. South America all the way. Mm. Every time I play, uh, the person who picks Australia is like, Australia is the best one because you only have one area to defend. And they always last (laughs) to the end, but they never win. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's because you're scared to anger the person that's been stuck in asia because you have to fight them so you you start trying for truces which never goes well and then you're basically like okay i'll make a truce with you and i'm gonna go underneath asia and you're gonna stay up top and you go towards the america and then what you're left with is someone who's forced 
to defend a bunch of fronts is not actually that great of an ally because they were in Asia and they got destroyed by every other person. And then you're stuck at the bottom with a small army and you're done. Yeah. Poor, yeah. poor Australia. Uh, also got a, it's also how many people you're playing with. Cause then you like, mm, true. do I have the potential to try to go after two continents? Cause then Australia is not crazy. If you just kind of want to like tuck away some points and then hit out another continent, it's, it's, it's just so many factors, guys. We could spend a whole podcast on that. <laughs> what? <laughs> a board game podcast? Yeah, heck no. That would... Oof. Risk strategy. Maybe, maybe a, a HeroScape podcast. I bet you there is not a big market uh, or hold on the market, I should say, for HeroScape podcasts. We could break into that market now. Let me tell you. Yeah. Might be the first one there. <laughs> probably it's, not. I've got to be one. It only takes one, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up right now. Do a quick Google. While you do that, uh, 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 I'll talk. Yeah, unless you, you have something. You unless talk. you have something immediately. Uh, as this isn't news. To me, because it's been a couple of weeks, and by that I mean maybe a whole month, we got a new puppy. What? And wow. it's a it's a Saint Bernard. What? You got a Saint wow. Bernard? That's a big dog. That it was right before dog. Christmas. Oh, you guys sound like every other person on the planet. That <laughs> <laughs> just saying it's a big dog. Yeah, it's just a big dog. Okay, Cole. you're right. Every person I've talked to, and same with my wife. We say, hey, we got a St. Bernard puppy. And they're like, you know they get big, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's very different than what we said. Yes, that's I know, insulting that's your intelligence quite a bit. <laughs> Everybody. Did you, did you like, realize the dog that you purchased as a puppy is going to be much larger? once It's going to get big. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I, I did know that. Although I have started saying, <laughs> <laughs> I have started saying like, oh, wait, really? That's my that's my new response to those people because yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so annoying. How, do you really yeah. think we didn't know that a Saint Bernard gets huge? Right. Anyway, but so yeah. um, what's the name? Her name is Alice. Oh, it's a good. And they live with you, so she's in Wonderland. Look at that. Oh wow, that's not what we were going for at all. Nope, that's exactly what it is. I've always said the Kolb household is identical to Wonderland. So mm, you have always said you, that. If you've yeah. ever been around me, <laughs> it's like the third thing you um, say after you meet somebody. I'm like, hey, yeah. hello, my name is Zach, and you know, did you know the that Kolb's house is at Wonderland? Wonderland. <laughs> yep. And in the winter, it's a winter wonderland. Uh, I do have an answer for us. So there's many episode uh, podcast episodes that are popping up about HeroScape. Uh, a lot from like board game podcast, classic board games. This episode, we compare HeroScape and Warhammer. Da, 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 da. But there is one called The Casters of Valhalla. And it seems to be Casters of Valhalla is a competitive HeroScape podcast fo focusing on reaching higher levels of play. 
<laughs> wow. So they are a dedicated Here's Gate podcast. Man. Let's reach out. Let's do a collaboration here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, we do like, anime. Hey, you do HeroScape. I think we got something here. We know that you love anime because you are nerdy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, my friend who wow. also owns HeroScape has offered to, uh, to guide me through a Warhammer game. Oh, so gosh. We'll see if that, Good we'll see luck. If that happens. He's very knowledgeable of it, on it. So, that would be at least. Um, you know, like an advantage because I wouldn't have to learn as much. Um, He'd be kind of skip making me skip a lot of that tutorial stuff. So, (laughs) yeah, you got to go all in, man. If you're going to even try it, you just got to go. Oh, we would play a full like. Well, he said so this is what he said, because you know how you can just look at a game in here escape. You specifically, and you're like, oh yeah, this many points is gonna take about this long. He's yeah. able to do that with with uh, Warhammer. So he was like, oh, if we use these sets of characters and we play a 500 point game, it's like an hour, an hour and a half. I was like, oh, that's not a huge commitment. He's like, yeah, if I send you some stuff beforehand where you're a little bit more knowledgeable and stuff, at, you know, at max two hours. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I'm thinking of something else. What am I thinking of? No, I I don't think you are. I think you're thinking of the same thing. But he's saying we'll do a small scale battle, one on one. Okay, that works. He did say that a lot of uh, Warhammer games are one on one. To be honest, oh, you can do big games, but a lot of games gravitate towards one on one because you the way that the characters interact with each other and stuff is what he's saying. All right. Well, since we changed our podcast to a HeroScape podcast, um, yeah. What if you saw <laughs> an anime of like a HeroScape anime? We all would watch it, right? Oh heavens, yes. Right, right, of right, course. Right, right. But who, which card or which character piece Ooh, would be characters? the protagonist? Which oh, would be the protagonist? Man. And you can pick up to three, I think. Three storylines in this anime. What would you? Who would you pick? I know this so is the off the Maros, cuff. The Maros would be a bad character, like a like a realm or something that people would have to go into. Like all oh, the, that, all those Mara characters. That's a villain right there. You got to go for. I know. I'm, I'm I'm saying like that's clearly a villain setup. So I would see someone like. I don't think the protagonist, but I would see Drake being one of those like wise old man that's super BA, but like gets brought in kind of like what we're going to talk about in this episode Um, with Jack the Ripper. Um, Like this old wizened mentor-ish person. All right, shooting off the cuff. Right away, yes. I thought Finn. I thought oh, Finn. Oh, nice. Like, immediately. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. He just, he kind of, the, the helmet, the shield, the, 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 even his posture, he just feels heroic. And so I, I see him in that role. Uh, that's kind of the first one that came to my head. I think this would definitely be a group. Like a group would form 
Oh, for sure. So oh, like yeah, fellowship, fellowship, if you will. <laughs> Maybe a fellowship. So you start with Finn, and then, I mean, I'd love for the pair to get together because offense and defense. Am I right, boys? Oh, yeah, you got to have Gimli. No. <laughs> he says no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, would, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I keep thinking it. of like, uh, who are those awesome side characters going to be? I'm not thinking protagonist. I'm thinking of the side characters. And you know, oh, you, got, yeah. you got Sylvanas, or I can't ever say his name right. Archerman. I don't think he would be a protagonist. I think he would be a very Tristan no. or Legolas type of character. Siege yeah. would be a great like berserker. Oh that yeah, would just oh, yeah. Jump right in. Oh yep. yeah, I, I think it would be a lot Wait, of fun. Is Siege like fivesies, fivesies. Yeah. Yeah, probably like a like a green. Uh, whoops, the the green ninja girl. <laughs> he's got she's got a different name, but uh, I think she would be a good kind of protagonist. You very much like be... uh, Akane from Psychopaths, you know. Oh yeah, she would be. So yeah, I think she would be Sorry, a good ben, protagonist. For that yeah, you, you you won't get that reference. Um, you know, it would be hilarious. Like if if we were honored enough to be part of this writing, I would love for a dragon to be brought in to die immediately. That would be <laughs> that would be a phenomenal plot moment. It's like this massive dragon, very dangerous, boom, dead as soon as he steps on screen. Yep, that'd be phenomenal. The dragon kills like three random people in the woods <laughs> way too fast, and then a village rises up and destroys the dragon. Oh man, when that happened, when he wiped, I genuinely was fearful. That was my only, I was like, crap, this, the game could be over. So then it was like, nope, everybody go kill Dane's dragon right now because otherwise we're going to lose. Yeah. I, not often, I have like, like actually felt like emotion or taking like something personally. But whenever he came in with that dragon, I'm like, oh my goodness, we are going, to, we are going to, we're going to fight. We're going to tangle. <laughs> because I was like, if I don't kill this dragon, he might kill my entire army in like three turns. <laughs> yeah. Especially because he wiped out your favorite character in one bite. Yes. Oh yeah. That, that didn't help. That's what scared us is like, he came in, your archer was sitting there ready to hop up on the second tier. And he's like, if I, he, he doesn't even say it. He just rolls the dice. And then he's like, he's dead. And we're like, excuse me, what? And he's like, well, if, (laughs) if I roll above a blank, 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 he just is dead. And we're like, there's no way that's right. And we read it and we're like, he's dead. Crap. So then he's, then he proceeds to keep going and actually attacks you and knocks out two more people in the same hand. Because that was just his 20-side die. So we were like, mm, this is not yeah. appropriate. Yeah. That was mm. great. Wow. I it still was hard love to, that moment. Yeah, It was hard to watch, but I won that game, so I can't have any complaints. Yeah. That was an you epic did win that finish. Game. That was a very good game. Very, what? Probably uh, top five for us, the way it all went down. That was good. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. I mean, but nothing will beat the time where I I drove through the night and almost died after we played Heroes Game. <laughs> you know, so this is what happened. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to tell that for the fifth time. 
See, I had to make more. I had to make more Heroescape <laughs> memories to replace that one story. That's what had to happen. It had to happen, guys. Uh, well, I don't know why we're delaying because we have some really fun episodes to talk about. Usually, when we have so much banter, it's because it's like been a kind of a dry beginning of an episode. But these ones, right into it, we are. Mm-hmm. We're ending a three-parter, so, right? Yeah. Yep. The Scandal yeah. in the British Empire, part three, and then uh, starting a chapter in White Castle, which I was really excited to see because I actually knew the villain from the White Castle story. So that was exciting. Um, but yeah, oh. our lady, who we, as, as Ben and Kolb have talked about, she's kind of this... In between camps, lady, they don't really like her, right? Y'all don't like her. Not a big fan. Not how she's been presented in anything. Thus, yeah, uh, including be- including this. This one, I think uh, I said last time, this one's the best adaptation of that character. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all I take agree. it away because y'all have Sherlock experience, and I'm curious how <laughs> the end of this takes uh, came uh, with that. Can't talk. How did y'all like the end of this? Great job. <laughs> yeah, it's late. Sorry. My tongue is dying. <laughs> okay, like, first off, I think Ben will agree with me that I wouldn't say that either one of us are experts on this, just because we've seen the movies and I the didn't show. I say you're experts. I said you have okay. some Sherlock experience. I, I guess a little bit, yes. More than me. <laughs> okay, we'll go. All with I that. really we know have, is we know more like than chess. Basic plots and i've watched this show so yeah yeah no i i agree with what kolb said there uh you know we're we're not experts here uh we're just happy to be here enjoying our time uh so <laughs> i i will say like i just continue to be suspicious of <laughs> and then there were two <laughs> he could have so, left spe- any any quieter, but no, he just had to. Is he still making noise? Well, yeah. Speaking of which, Chest, I mean, you talked about like some of our feelings on that. What were you thinking? Did you ask me a question? Chest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, when I saw your faces after I put my headphones back on, I was like, they definitely <laughs> left a question for me. <laughs> what it would don't give me any context. Um, yeah, I uh, I really felt the same way once I viewed that particular part of the episode. I don't know what were you talking about. <laughs> you actually started out perfect. I asked yeah, you I, what were your. I, you were right. I said what were your feelings on that, and See? you said I felt so. Good start. Uh, you crash landed after that. Because <laughs> I um, revealed my ignorance. <laughs> um, no, I, I was about to start saying until you abruptly shot across the room. Um, <laughs> knocking over kitchen appliances and, and pots and pants. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. Um, no, I am just suspicious of her character. I... I like her character more in this show than I have in any other version. 
I am interested in her, the idea of her joining this, the Moriarty crew. Uh, I, we're, I'm obviously jumping all over here. Um, I, I like that. I like that. I think it's interesting, but like the moments with her and Sherlock, I'm just like, you're messing with this man. I know you're messing with mm. this man and I hate it uh, because yeah. he is genuinely, he genuinely seems to care about you. And I'm afraid based on history, you're going to break this man's heart. You're going to break this man's heart. Happens every time. Every time. I mean, that is what his brother warned him of though. To be fair, he still jumped in head first. So yeah. So Cole, take us into the end of part three. So if you remember from last week, um, there was a huge explosion in the apartment of Sherlock Holmes. And it was all set up to get the papers, the documents from Irene to see what they were all about. And if you remember those papers had some very big secrets from the British government. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. What were they? Tell me what they were real quick before I keep going. They uh, it it revealed <clears throat> that the government of England had instigated the French Revolution as a social experiment to see if democracy would work, killing a lot of people and which, destabilizing a country. Which I say this and not a not a like I love the idea of people dying, but I love that I love that twist of history there. Like the idea mm-hmm. is so cool for this story, the cloak and dagger, yeah aspect. Ben, were you about to say something? I agree. No, no. Oh, okay. So anyway. No. Okay. So anyway. uh, (laughs) So Irene, (laughs) her plan is still to leave and Holmes will let her leave, but he knows that she is going to her death most likely. So Mm -hmm. he makes, he kind of makes a vow saying, I'm going to protect this woman. And what a shit rulerous man. Yeah. And then we jump to a very critical scene right away. This show did not mess around. Um, yeah. Yeah. A critical scene. Irene meets up with a certain person from the James Moriarty group. I won't say who it is just the yet. The Lord of crime, the Lord of crime. And she's going to do this little drop off point to give the papers back. And yeah, that's kind of where this episode really really kicks off and it's immediate almost she leaves and yeah yeah then this thing happens so let's let's talk about this first encounter just with irene and the lord of crime or with sherlock as well with yeah spoiler sherlock comes in too so yeah that whole scene let's talk about it i liked it i did like it i like that there's this immediate tension of Sherlock being in the presence of the Lord of crime. And there's choices to be made because he wants something. He wants Irene to be safe, but there's that tension of like, you could find out right now, right now you can find out who the Lord of crime is. So it's that like, mm, it's personal interest versus solving the bigger mystery and I was excited to see where it would go. Yeah. One thing, uh, 
when I think of a show in the past, I believe that we reviewed, um, there were moments where we felt like it was maybe slowing down or spikes <laughs> family. I, I can say it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was yeah. going to, I was going to say that too, Ben, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. 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 Like, Sometimes we felt things were maybe slowing down or going this way or that way. From the first episode, this this show has just in my I'm not even talking about like my interests or like its rankings. This show just keeps climbing, in my opinion. Like it's there's not throwaway episodes. There's not episodes that are just like, oh, okay. Oh, I get I get why they did that, but it wasn't my favorite. Like Every episode is like another stair up this really cool, big story. And just like Culp said, this episode did not waste even a second. Like they immediately got into it. She left like 30 seconds later. They're in there. Sherlock grabs her hand from delivering the papers like 30 seconds after her and the Lord of Crime are talking. Like <laughs> we're just we're getting into it. And I man, I've been loving the pace uh, and story of this show. Chest, you, you can, have something you can just to say. Talk there, Chest. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to raise my hand. I do that a lot, actually. I'll raise my hand, and and people are usually very thrown off because you just don't see that outside the classroom. Um, and our listeners don't see it at all. <laughs> but our viewers. Yeah. Viewers at home. Cole, don't forget about our viewers. Uh, I always home. forget about them. Yeah, oh, you do always forget about them. Actually, uh, Spotify <laughs> has kept keeps giving me notifications. Zen, uh, Anchor does that. Spotify has the ability to house video podcasts now, so we could actually just switch on over the the Zencaster option. Yep, that's how I feel too, Ben. Um, well, we're not going to do that. So I was going to say, the pacing of the show. Do you feel that that is, I mean, obviously the content of the show matters, but the length matters as well. And this is clearly, I have, I don't think there's any plans to make a season two. So this clearly is a 20 whatever episode show versus a show that is serializing, that is going on for a much longer period of time. Do you feel like that is the difference? Of like, it knows where it's going. It has a clear ending. Now, we don't know what that ending is, how well it's going to land, but we we are seeing the ramping, right? Do you feel like that's the that's how that's why? It's just purely like, it's 26 episodes. So it's got to go somewhere. And then Spike's family is like, well, you know, there's, there's multiple seasons and we're doing other things and like the writer's writing for a long time. And, you know what I mean? I'm going to say yes and no. Uh, I I agree to the general point of there is certainly a higher sense of urgency for a one season show. But I, I think we could all give examples of even one season shows that you have a throwaway episode or, or two in a row or like, man, it took six episodes just to get into this 13 episode show or um you know i think of samurai seven like one of my one of my favorite shows has has some moments where you're like oh man i i don't really love this right now and i, I don't know moriarty's just full speed ahead 
and it's not too fast either. It's it's good. It's good. It's good. Cool. Anything to add? I mean, uh, it it helps that yeah, it's a solid cohesive story, and it yeah, it probably has an ending already prepared. Like this author, whoever wrote it, probably knows where they wanted to go by the end of it. So yeah, the pacing is just great. It's good. And those those long running shows, they're like, oh, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do because we we want the story to go on for a long time. But we need to fill that content yeah. somehow, and we'll, you know, so right, yeah, no, it, it and doesn't. I think, oh, go ahead. No, I, that's fine. I I didn't have anything. To I say. was just gonna say, I was thinking about our classic thing we love to hate on, whether it deserves it or not, which it does. Uh, I was thinking about Joran, and I was like, Joran is short. You gotta stop doing that, man. What? Stop! Stop thinking about that show. Just let it let it die. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like "quit giving it a hard time" or "stop demeaning it." And then like, no, 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 just, no, just be, de- just no, be done I, with it. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it because I was like, "Why do? Why do I dislike this show?" And I was just thinking about how, like, a lot of these things that you're praising about Moriarty, the characters, the ramping of the show, the pacing, the clear plot driven, like the clear plot path that we're following here. There's a goal in mind. Like, none of these existed in Joran and I'm like that's a great example of you could have done it you could have done all these things and you did none of them so it's just like that is it is a good example that pacing the point of the show could have you know like Naruto Hunter x Hunter One Piece like all these other long long longer shows like they handle themselves differently but good content is good content and that's that's what you're saying, mm. that Moriarty is presenting itself well, regardless of the format of the show. So that's good. I'm glad. I think that was a good, good, uh, good on you, Moriarty. Mm. So what go, what progresses? What goes on? Well, surprising. I don't know if it's surprising. It kind of surprised me. Albert is the one that does the trade. Oh, uh, I don't think it surprised me because he had met her already. At the oh, party. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's he's the face, at least to that, her right yep. now. OK, that makes a lot more sense. So moving on and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, that was a wasted uh, 20 seconds. Let's move on. <laughs> no, but it, it was specific, Cole, because. Um, our normal person that we think of with Moriarty, William, he had this plan, which we weren't privy to yet. But the plan, part of that plan was her writing down the name. So it had to be, had to be Albert. Because even though she writes James Moriarty, um, but it had to be Albert because he, it had to be someone she recognized. Because if it was a new face or a new voice, she might have gotten thrown off and reacted differently and all this stuff, so. Yep. So the swap is made. Albert gets the papers. She writes down his James Moriarty on a piece of paper, puts it in an envelope, seals it, gives that to Sherlock, saying, hey, if anything happens to this Lady Irene, if you think she's been disposed of, go ahead and open that up and find out who we are or who I am. Sorry. 
And that's the end of that scene, really. Yeah, they knew that it was a fake uh, group of constables of yeah. Scotland Yarders, <laughs> which was hilarious. That was funny. Yeah. And then uh, the next scene is down in the tunnels, and Irene starts putting the puzzle pieces together that the Lord of Crime is actually a moniker, is a disguise for a group of masterminds, not just... Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. one dude. And I actually I actually like that because I always have thought of William as the Lord of Crime and like everybody else is his lackeys. But they all share this moniker of the Lord of Crime and they actually have started interchanging out like roles and like doing different things. And I, I really like that. I think that's really clever. I think that very is very like team oriented. Um, and I, I, I'm liking it. William is clearly the brilliant one, but even he has his his place, you could say, because he he doesn't go do the stuff, as we'll see in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, I like the concept too. I think Albert and William definitely are the top two. Uh, the other ones seem like sidekicks, but. They all definitely have their role and definitely are all cool. Like if I've said it once, I've said it thrice. Every time I see that group together, I'm like, what a great group. What a great group. Uh, you know, like Fred again, like uh, I, Fred's oh, great. funny. I it's not exactly what I would want in a Colonel episode. But last recording, I did say, I wonder if we're going to get a Colonel episode. And it. You know, in a sense, he had some big moments there more than before. It's just I'm looking for an episode where he's just sniping people for 23 minutes. Um, oh, you mean the 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 Whitechapel episode where he does a lot more stuff? Uh, say that again. You mean the next episode where he's like leading yeah. the the thing? Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I like that episode. We will transition to that, but I do. Yeah. I really liked those moments. Yeah. I also love the humor that he brought that he would that he was uncomfortable with with Irene. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. It was super funny because like all the other people treat it as like super practical and just like, yeah, what's the big deal? And he's just like super put off. This is hilarious. <laughs> it's great. It's classic anime humor. So yeah, how's the how's that episode wrap up and transition in? Does she cut her hair at the end of this episode? Or what are you talking about? There a lot happens. You're missing a whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, okay, fine. Irene pledges herself, pledges her loyalty to Moriarty. But this is this also has the scene of Albert and uh, the whole with... team meeting with Mycroft. Right. Right, Which is right, transition right, to the next episode. My goodness, the whole good thing. <laughs> <laughs> a little, nothing happens, just a lot of exposition. <laughs> yes, yes. Minecraft. So, Minecraft comes into the play, and um, he says an interesting line. Which made me feel like he was suspicious of Albert because he says, "I thought you were smarter than this." And I was like, is he suspicious? I mean, they reveal it in the next five seconds anyway, but then you're, you're led like, Oh, he didn't dispose of 
the girl that he was supposed to dispose of. So he didn't do his mission. That's what he's talking right. about. But then they just like, I don't, and I'll be honest, I don't, by the end of this episode, I didn't know how I felt about this. I didn't know, I didn't know how I felt about this play of theirs to reveal their whole Lord of Crime facade to Mycroft. I was like, that was super risky in a lot of ways. Um, so do y'all feel like that played well? Do you feel like that paid off? Do you feel like it was a good move for the show? Um, because obviously it works for the characters. It works out for the characters. Because now he's almost like a partner in crime, quote unquote, because he's he's approving of what they're doing. And he's he's saying he's going to hold them on a leash, basically. Like, if you step out of line, I'll come destroy you. But the crown approves of what you're doing. That's why I, I like that it happened. I just like the more all these characters can get intertwined, the better. Because mm. it's gonna when when it when the poo hits the fan, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna impact everybody. And so I, I think it's just gonna make the story more and more exciting that we have Mycroft over here, we have Sherlock over here, and we can't forget about John Watson and what he's gonna be doing, and then we have the Lord of the Crime and their cronies. And we have the new girl, James Bond. Um, and which, if I can be honest, was the only moment of the entire show I have not liked. Um, I didn't like it either. I, I, that, that was too cheesy for me. Um, but it not enough to... I, I was right back in at the moment, the next episode, or the next scene, whatever. Um, dramatic... James yeah Bond. i was like, like what is this <laughs> choosing the name i i don't know it's just like i don't know what i expected her to say but not that not that go <laughs> <Cool. laughs> you liked it didn't you? you liked it didn't you? no i did not either i'm 100 percent with you ben that, that was like what i even did research to see like did james bond like did that name come from an old Arthur Conan Doyle's story, like, was he mentioned sometime? And like, there's gotta be a tie. Yeah. There's gotta be some tie in to why she would name herself that. And I couldn't find anything. So it's literally just, she's in Britain. Like the the only, the closest thing I could think of was that, or the the closest thing that I found was that, uh, the Sherlock show and the newer James Bond kind of, they, the filmmakers kind of play off of different shots and different story, different, you know, they're like little Easter egg things. Like these, hmm. all these guys are, they're no, British filmmakers. Be and enough like, for them to say that it's not, it, yeah, it wasn't anything from, you know, Sherlock history. So yeah, I didn't like it either. But as <laughs> yeah. far as and what, what we're, what we're saying, everybody is she becomes part of the Lord of crime and they say, well, you've got to pass as a dude. And so she cuts her hair off and she has to have a new name, a man's name. And so they give her the name James because everybody's named James in that Moriarty clan, but you're not a Moriarty. So you need a different last name. And she just does like this dramatic look up and is like, I'll be James Bond. And you're like, what? (laughs) What? And that that's, that's what happened. As far as the Mycroft thing goes, uh, I felt like it fit very well with his 
character that he would be going along with it because mm. they did that parallel of Robespierre, you know, after, after the, mm. the monarchy was killed, you know, the people started rising up against each other. So Robespierre basically sacrificed himself for the French people so that they would unite. And he sees yep. that in the Moriarty group because they even say like, Hey, once this is all done, we are going to, all of us are going to be dead. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to sacrifice ourselves so that the country of England can unite both aristocrats and the regular populace. So Mycroft would probably say like, hey, this is probably the best thing for the nation. Hmm. So he's just going to let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great. That's why I love that scene, actually, was the tying in of the French Revolution stuff with what Moriarty and his team are doing right now. Like they're they're paralleling uh, storylines. So. Yeah. Well, and they brought in another Holmes tie because what was uh, uh, what was the correlation there that he was the original author was a Holmes. Well, Robespierre, the guy who started the whole French Revolution, he was he was a Holmes. His real name was something Holmes. I I didn't catch the first name. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And so that's why. Mycroft one of these papers back because it's, you know, of family importance, not just his like historical importance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I like all the layers. That whole scene was just good. I like, so like the, even the start of the scene was kind of cool. Like they're, they're in a, what was it? A library or something? Some mm-hmm. library of Congress. Uh, and Albert's just in there sitting down and Mycroft comes in and, they're all just having this conversation. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was it was set up to be a meet and greet. Yeah. So then there's another episode. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> there was. There, there was. is and there was. Because <laughs> we love to watch and break them up into cliffhangers. So this was fun. Yeah, so the Whitechapel story is probably one of the more famous stories of... Um, or it, well, now I'm doubting. Is that a Sherlock story or is it just a Whitechapel story? Like that Jack the Ripper is in Whitechapel. Is Jack the Ripper a exclusively a Sherlock villain? I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't yeah. think so either, and I'm also not 100%. Nice. So all I knew was that I knew that Jack the Ripper and Whitechapel went together. So at least I knew where it was going to be headed. And sure enough, but they do their own little spin on it, which is fun. They do their own little spin, which is fun. Yeah, it's fun. Which was fun. I'm not 100% sure on what the spin was. And once you say it, I'll be like, oh, that's what he meant. The old guy. Who is the original Jack the Ripper? Oh, okay. I didn't oh, know if yeah, you meant the spin. Right, that spin. That was fun. That <laughs> was a fun spin. <laughs> it was a fun spin. It was a fun spin. Yeah, so basically some people start getting murdered in Whitechapel, <laughs> according to the, the normal story. Like there's prostitutes that are getting murdered. And um, William says... You guys need to 
go do a little mission for me before we get going on this thing. And they uh, he sends them to recover an item. And then he falls asleep and takes a nap because he's overused his brain. So he can, he can get tired. <laughs> so when he said, I need to lay down, and then he immediately fell over, I was like confused for half a second. I was like, oh, he's actually like immediately going to take a nap. Interesting. Yeah. Not messing around. And this was all following the scene Chess described where the colonel is getting thrown off by Anders. It's Anders, right? Ad no, Adler. Adler. Anders. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she walks in and Colonel is basically sitting there naked and Fred's hanging out in there too. And she's like, All right, I'm gonna stay in here. He's like, Well, you can't stay in here. You know, and he's basically questioning her abilities, her uh, ability to defend herself, uh, per, uh, add value to the team. And so we're yep. kind of being prepped for, I think some stuff needs to happen here to get up the team together. And yep. oh, need to have a, a bonding field trip. Yep. But James Moriarty always has a plan. Yeah. So he sends them on an errand and he sends all four of them on an errand. And actually that gets commented on. Because Adler, she's like, woohoo, we're going on there and going on there. And Fred's like, this is weird. She's like, why is it weird? Yeah. <laughs> because all four of us are on an errand. And she's like, why is that weird? He's like, that's just not what we do. And Fred doesn't talk that much. So the fact that Fred is commenting is like, oh, this is this is truly weird. <laughs> Fred don't miss anything. Mm -mm. No, Fred was Fred is very observant. Fred's great. Yeah. It's good dude it's one of my favorite characters actually i'm still with <laughs> i will say this if fred doesn't do as much as i hope he'll do in the show then i'm going to be disappointed like he won't be a favorite character but like all the intros and all this stuff show him just really being ba and so i just really hope he gets some solid like fight scenes going in at some point uh, he'll be steady he'll be steady through the whole show He's not character. he's not gonna get he's not gonna get a long fight scene. That's not his style. It's true. He's very de de deception oriented. Yeah. He's like an he's like from a family of assassins or something. Right. He his fight with Sherlock a few uh, I don't know how many episodes ten episodes ago or whatever. It was it was a good yeah. fight, but it lasted for like, you know, less than a minute. Yeah. That's what he's like, you know. And it was great. It was great. So he's not, I don't think he's going to have some amazing scene. He's just going to be steady through the whole show. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I prefer that. Oh. Yeah, you do like solid, steady characters. You've always liked solid, steady characters. Yeah. Uh, ever since that one movie, solid, steady characters. Hmm. Mm. Boy. Mm. Man. A little moment of silence for our boy. Man. Yeah. So what happens? What is this errand that they've been sent oh, on? I just blocked oh, yeah. out. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even know where we were at in the story. <laughs> they got to go to a bank. Go to a safe deposit box. Yeah. 
Moriarty gave him which the key. does does seem excessive. I will say, sending four people to go get one thing out of a safe deposit box. <clears throat> but then conveniently, there's a bank robbery. <laughs> as yep. soon as there was a bank robbery, I was like, William planned this. Yeah, because it's they're even sitting there and they're like, "This was taking a long time." And then they like look in like, and they're like, "Everyone get down on the ground!" And you're like, "Oh, okay, this is yeah. the point of this exercise." <laughs> yep, yeah, it's great. But did it did it play out how y'all thought? So like, she we see things mainly in this episode through Adler's eyes, and Adler's looking out the door and she's like, "Oh, it's being robbed! Crap!" And she turns back to talk to everybody to give a report, and they're all gone. And uh, the colonel's explanation of what's happening was fascinating to me, and I loved it, displaying how their team works. Um, so what was y'all's reaction to, like, when she goes into the locker room and he's there opening it, and she says something along the lines of, like, oh, you must be an important person to be have the job of getting the box out. And he's like, no, I just had the key. It's practical detail. So, like, how was y'all's reaction to how their team functions and is put together. It's it's pure efficiency. Like the, none of them have to worry about the others. There's a clear objective. Each of you has a certain task. And it's not like, you know, uh, this person always has to do this. This that this person always has to do that. It's just like this is the this is the the task. Let's get it done. And we all have our own. And he talks about initiative. He's like, yep. you clearly have no initiative bond. You know, like, I'm not going to carry you. You're part of this team now. You figure this out. Don't go, don't stray from the task. Don't go off script. But also don't wait for, wait for me to tell you what to do. And I loved it. That's why their team has worked yeah. so well. They just have their yeah. abilities and they know what they're doing and they have their own initiative. Yeah. Ben, man. Yeah, I love that as well. I, at the beginning of the episode, I was actually getting a little concerned because I don't like seeing any cool characters like in a bad light. I just I like them always being cool. Uh, and so, you know, <laughs> Colonel Colonel had some tough looks at the beginning of the episode. And I'm like, I hope the respect isn't just because clearly the goal of this episode here is for them to respect and include her but mm-hmm. I was hoping it was reciprocated on both sides and like that she sees and appreciates the team and specifically the Colonel and that little dialogue in the vault was great. I really like that because, um, you know, he, he's establishing his part in the team, explaining the rest of the team. Uh, and then she has her cool moments and boom, you have another, bigger team now yeah the team is expanding yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was a good like like um two of the team catch on that this is a test that william has probably set up they don't have definitive proof but the the details are lining up and the other two the colonel and adler are like in their own little world of like making sure that the mission still happens. And I did like that he had this role of like a teacher for a bit of like, okay, so here's the issues. So what do you say to this? She gives an answer. He's like, okay, so 
that's our objective. How do we do that? And then she keeps like, you see her brain starting to tick and you're like, okay, she can think for herself and she comes up with her own plans. And in the end, the way, the, the plan that she came up with to take out the guards did involve multiple members of the team. So it was not just her succeeding. Like you had to have the whole team working together. Um, I did love that they pinned the whole victory on the delusional bodyguard, the Scotland Yard dude. Because <laughs> yeah. he was he was just super clueless. Uh, he only has like, you know, like two minutes of screen time, and it, both times it's just him failing. Although he, in the one moment where he gets knocked unconscious, he he has a good heart. I think because he's that goof. He is that clueless person that has a good like sense of duty. He was gonna try to like defend the people and then he got captured and knocked out. So it's just, that was yeah, it. He, he wasn't like a coward or a, a doofus or no, something. No, 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 just very delusional, like delusions yeah. of grandeur. Mm. Cause the way he even says it is like, I just didn't know my opportunity for advancement would come so quickly. And you're like, uh, you think you're going <laughs> to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when they all get back, that's when they see the old man in there. Mm. Old man in the desert. Mm. Yeah. So there's an old dude that's pinching Moriarty's cheek and waking him up. And uh, turns out this whole thing has been for him. Safety deposit box was of his old accoutrements. And for half a second, so this guy, they introduced him as Jack the Ripper. And I'm like, is this guy Jack the Ripper? Like, they're about to work with a bad dude? Like, a real bad dude? And then they explain, no, this is Jack the Ripper was his nickname like 20 years ago when he was in the army and he was a real bad dude in a good way. Um, and he just was insane in close combat. And so somebody has stolen his nickname and is using it for evil and is taking advantage of the weak. And we're going to stop him. And I, William, called upon our good friend to join in the affair. So that's how they... But also we find a little backstory with him, which I'll let someone else explain. Uh, you kind of said most of it. He's a war He's a war veteran of the Afghan war. and uh, But the, we, the way he knows the Moriarty gang is that he was the butler of the household that they went to after they burned down the Moriarty house back when they were kids. So, so they had, you know, this guy notices that William is very bright. He's very observant. And he kind of, they kind of, what do they call him? Maestro? What, what do they? Yep. Uh, yeah. Maestro. Yeah. Yeah, So that's teacher in music. Right. So, you know, there's a there's a history with these guys. It's not just a uh, random. Oh, you're the Jack the Ripper guy from the army a long time ago. We need your help. It's not like that. There's a hist- history between all of our characters here. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because if you if you listen as you're watching it, and this happened, and I, you know, maybe if I do get the opportunity that we're hoping that I'll learn Japanese, uh, I'll understand. But they say sensei, and it'll change the translation in English, like it'll be maestro and then like teacher. And, but within the same scene, they said sensei a couple different times and it switched between like, sir 
and maestro and so it's like how what is the some there's some something happening that i'm missing because i all i'm hearing is the one word i know and the translation is like completely different so that was just a random little nerdy thing mm, but i yes. i did notice that this scene mm. context yes, is yes. is key and since you don't know all yeah, those other we, japanese words right it's the context right, 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 right. It's the context. Go ahead, Ben. He was, uh, I don't know if it was which flashback was spurred on by this, but it's whenever Adler questioned, why do you call him Maestro, um, that we see one of the flashbacks. I don't know if it was in this one or not, but that the kids asked him to teach them how to protect themselves. So, so this is how we they became such good fighters, skillful with the knife. We... Don't, we haven't seen him do anything with it. We know our boy Lewis has got a knife and he's ready to use it. Um, <laughs> it's true. So, and they um, allude that he taught Fred and uh, the Colonel in some way. And maybe that was in the army because Colonel's got the army experience. But they allude that he did have a hand in teaching them as well. And maybe... that's that. Maybe that, yeah, she, he, he makes a passing comment about like he also taught them. And I'm wondering if that's how they met the Colonel and Fred is like if the Colonel and Fred were taught by this Butler dude back in the army and then they got taught by him later in life and then met like through him sort of deal. Hmm. So we'll see. Hmm. Or we'll we, see. I mean, we might never know, but we might that's never my, know. That's my hypothesis. The world may it. never know. Mm. It's true. It was a fun spin. <laughs> it was a fun spin. <laughs> oh man! Well, the 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 episode ends in a cliffhanger, and it loops us back into our main plot of there's somebody murdering people, and the biggest controversy is they have snuck into Whitechapel, which William makes a comment. He said, "Doesn't." Doesn't he say Whitechapel? It's hardly changed at all, or it's always the same, or something like he's been there before. <clears throat> I don't oh. recall, but I'll believe you. Well, I might be lying, but believe me anyway. So anyway, they're they're disguised as like lower class people because uh, they're going to do some investigating, and then there is a confrontation between the residents of Whitechapel at a barricade and the constables, the Scotland Yard, and um, the they're just commenting back and forth of like, shouldn't they be working with them? And they're like, no, they view them as not caring about them. And like, they have very dim view of the law enforcement. So it's about to be, uh, I think he uses the word battlefield. It's about to be a battlefield. If we don't stop this, well, he alludes to killers. Actually, he says killers. Ooh. So the original spin that I thought you were talking about that. No, that that was was a good spin. That the Jack Ripper is not one person, but is a group of people killing people. That's that was a fun, yeah, an interesting spin. <laughs> it, you can say fun. This is a fun spin. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't even have a prediction. I'm just excited to see because they, you know, they'll wrap it up. It's a two part episode. This is not the end game, so that there's not going to be any like probably nobody's going to die but it will be a very interesting um, cohesion story. Oh, I think, I think the fake Jack the Rippers are going to die. 
Oh, well. Because okay, William fine. has that There's line. going to be deaths. Like, <laughs> yeah. He has that line at the end, like, and James Moriarty will show him who the real devils are or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll show like, them who the real devils are. Yeah. yeah. So something, those guys aren't getting away. I think, I think they, he said that. Let me see something. Okay. I if I remember correctly, the devil in Whitechapel, that is a book or a title. So like, that's why he said that because that is a, a callback to like the story called the devil in Whitechapel. Well, there you go. So there you go. Well, there you there go. You go. There you go. So good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, the last, or you guys might have said this, Adler has been reported. Oh, yeah. Dead. She's dead. She dead. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that, did we? Yeah, so, she's, she's been reported dead. Uh, and Sherlock's brother came to tell John. Mycroft came to tell John. To tell Sherlock. You know, I had a, a theory that I thought was super fun, but then it was ruined the next scene. My theory <laughs> was that Mycroft was telling Sherlock that just to get Sherlock to hunt down and like take down the Lord of Crime and their crew. I thought that was just his way of fueling Sherlock. But no, it was it, it, the next scene we see it was... Um, it was all part of the plan anyways. William's like, yep, we told him. We told him that uh, she's dead. So yeah. I don't I don't even know. I'm excited, but I don't know what the plan is he, here. He burns did the you, envelope without reading it, though. Yeah, uh, did you did do you think they expected him to open it up? I don't know. Yeah, so I, don't I really don't know. And that was the weirdest play for me. Like, I don't. I don't, I'm not smart enough. I'm not Sherlock or William. So I don't know what William's brain was thinking, but I'm like, that seems a little risky. I, I don't know if they were relying on Sherlock's desire to not be told things. Like he does not like to be just handed the answer. He likes to figure mm. out the answer. So maybe they're relying on that. Maybe they're just relying on the fact that he would see through the news that she's dead for what it is that she's not dead. Because that's what he mean? does. He's like, he's like, he says, um, that girl is dead, but he knows that some other version of her is alive somewhere. Yeah. So he's like, okay, she's not dead, and they're playing with me. So, but the burning of the envelope, yeah, that was interesting. I don't know. Yeah. That was an interesting spin, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. Chest, I like actually the first thing you said, which is he, they know he doesn't like to be handed answers. Mm -hmm. It could be yeah. as simple as that. I don't know if that's the reason, but like Sherlock doesn't want someone to just hand him the answer to something. So, but I imagine yeah. it's something deeper than that. But could be I part mean, of it. Though. Yeah, it's about your character motivation. That that totally fits in Sherlock that he would burn it. He doesn't want to just be given an answer. Just like uh, many episodes ago when he had the opportunity to shoot that one guy and get the answer. Uh, but yeah. it's just, what is Moriarty thinking? Was right. he expecting him to do that? Or so that their mm. plan, they can be caught? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not sure what he's thinking. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be explained. 
Well, huh. I can hope so. Yeah. Maybe it won't One be. One can dream. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it will Dilly-dilly. It could be. Yeah. Maybe it All right. shall be. Fellas, I gotta, I gotta confess something. This whole James Bond, her being part of the team, I'm not liking it that much. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Say more. Okay. I mean, I a lot of it I understand. <laughs> I understand that for her to not be dead, for Mycroft to have killed her, she needs to have faked her death. And the best way to stay in disguise is to become, you know, dressed like a man, be a man. You're changing your name. You're a man now. I don't know. I just don't think she fits well with the team. They may have all started trusting her because of this bank heist, but I think she's just too arrogant. She thinks that she's... She isn't. I don't feel like it's earned yet that she's part of this team. This team is so great, and you know, I don't think she she deserves to be there. Hmm. Mm. That's yeah. just my own opinion. They have so much history together. They they would all die for each other. There's no way they have that same feeling about her, yet. They have welcomed in, welcomed her in. I wonder if they truly have welcomed her in, or it's just once again part of a a like they want her to be able to see these things, so that later you know maybe I I don't know that they actually consider her one of the guys, <laughs> you know. Clearly they do, but um, <laughs> I. I wonder if it's her connection to Sherlock because they want to maintain that connection. And that's a pretty strong way of keeping Sherlock involved because if they ever bump her back into his life, boom, he's he's going to be there. You know what I mean? Uh, I suppose. I suppose, but I think the game that's being played right now is enough to keep him interested. Sherlock, that is. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of her character at this point, but I, it's not detracting for me from the show. It's just she's way down low on the list of characters that I enjoy seeing. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's detracting from the overall story. It's a, it's a. It's an annoyance to me, though, right now. So they're going to have to win me back with her character. Sure. Hmm. Which they it's, very well could do very easily with yeah. the way the show so is going. But right now. It's not an annoyance enough to drop points for the show. It's just like, I don't like where this is going. Uh, no, not necessarily. It depends on how much they revolve around her character compared to the other Moriarty's. Gotcha. If the show starts moving towards yeah. her storyline and what she does for the team, then I'm going to be like, why are you doing this? I don't care that much. I care more about the original five or Moriarty story or yep. Sherlock. I don't that, care that, that much about her, which they might funny. not do. She could just be, you know, part of the team and she does her thing, but the story still revolves around Moriarty. And then I'll be okay. Yeah. But if that focus switches to her, then I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, right. Right, if right. she hijacks the show. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. I'm with you there. That's that's a good, yeah, that's a good thought. TBD. 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 Mm-hmm. And on that note, 
do y'all have any other final thoughts? <laughs> Spins are good. Um, St. Bernard's get big. And yeah, it, I'm Heroescape good. Heroescape podcast. Heroescape podcast. Yeah. Heroescape yes. anime. Hey, you're if welcome. If you're super into Heroescape, there is a podcast for you out there. Go listen to them. Free shout out. Casters of Valhalla. If you ever listen to us, giving you shout outs, man. There we go. Women, children. Okay. It has been a super fun time. I'm excited to see what comes. I am. I agree with Ben. This show is phenomenal and it keeps getting better. So I don't doubt that this is going to rank, unless it tanks, pretty well for us on our list. I'm excited to see how this pans out to the end. But we will find out next week. On three dads. Talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when those three guys love guys having start having kids? Children and so become married and each have kids. Went on the each separate ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three dads, three dads talking about anime.